It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Well, we've got Dr. Mark Siegel, who, by the way, has been traveling himself. Uh, he was just in Ohio this week, the scene of that terrible toxic train derailment. Uh, Dr. Siegel, of course, uh, the great Fox News doctor. Uh, we love having you here on the show. Thank you so much. You know, I bet Casamitidis is going to say that this town of East Palestine is being overlooked because it's a Republican, and I'm going to agree with him because the federal response has been atrocious, and the state response, which I don't understand, has been atrocious. And I was just there, and the people there are worried, they're suffering. And when I went there, by the way, I thought this is going to end up being about anxiety. It's not. There's anxiety, plenty of anxiety, but it's actually about real chemicals. I mean, when I drove in there on Monday morning at 4.30 in the morning, I, I opened the window and I said, what's that smell? It didn't pass the smell test there. I mean, it still smells like smoke and chemicals, and they're still trying to figure out what to do with over a million gallons of, of contaminated water and 15,000 pounds of soil. That's going to get a lot worse. People are coming to me. I interview people that are having you know, irritated eyes and sore throats and, and uh, lung problems, especially if they have pre-existing conditions. One woman I interviewed that has emphysema, it got a lot worse. Every time she comes into town to go to a pharmacy, her emphysema gets worse. Another guy w- makes gravestones and has been exposed to silicon and has pulmonary fibrosis, which got worse after this train derailment. And another woman lives right by the stream where they were working on what they're calling there, by the way, the town is calling it an uncontrolled burn, not a controlled burn, has problems with bronchitis as a result and families in the area. There's people getting sick and they don't know where to go. And and they're being told different things by different doctors and the health officials are there. But they, they, half the time, there's not a doctor there. What a mess. This is another 9-11 in terms of the long term health impact. Wow, that's really powerful. Uh, Rudy Washington, you got a question? Yeah, you know, I, I've been wondering what the insurance coverage of this company was. And and my fear is, is that, and maybe, Ed, I know you may do some legal work in that area. What are we talking about, a big multi-billion dollars in coverage for transporting that company? There's not going to be enough insurance to cover this. And my fear is that they file bankruptcy and and leave these people high and dry. Yeah. You know, um, and the government should step in. Dr. Siegel, have you seen FEMA yet? You know who I did see was CDC, and I have a weak spot for CDC because I have a very good relationship with them and the 16,000 scientists there that are working really hard. They've, they've taken a big, heavy hit during the pandemic, and I'm, I'm always for the underdog. And I met with their lead on the ground there, uh, Captain Shugart, who has been fought Ebola in Africa, who has fought, uh, she was in Katrina, and she said to me that they're really carefully tracking the first responders. And that means to me that it's another 9-11, because after 9-11, that ended up being a huge deal, that the first responders were just given surgical masks, which weren't sufficient. You guys know this whole story. A lot of lung disease results, cancer down the line. When you're tracking first responders, you're worried about everybody in the area. CDC is late to the to the situation here, coming in three weeks late. Again, that's not the fault of Captain Shugart on the ground there. They were in Pennsylvania, then they were in East Palestine. They're going to be picking up and getting more clinics, but I would have liked to see this at the very beginning, and I bet everybody on the radio with me now agrees with that. Dr. Siegel, it's, uh, it's Richard Weinberg. So, 
What should be done? Should there be a mass evacuation of town and then a cleanup? Should people really be staying there? They tell them the water is safe to drink, to brush your teeth, to shower. The air is fit to breathe. That's not true. We know that. Sir, I didn't feel that it was. I mean, I was there. You know, I'll tell you, uh, I I brought masks with me to wear indoors because I'm a mask. I'm still a mask guy. John doesn't like that. But I should have been wearing them outdoors, not indoors, because outdoors, I I mean, I didn't have that much exposure. But, yeah. And, you know, there's people I spoke to that are afraid to bring their kids back. There, There are people that have their kids there and their kids have gotten sick. And I do think that it's not safe to be there right now. By the way, here's a positive note. I kept asking people, well, what are you doing here? Now, you know, part of that answer, Judge, is they don't have the money to get away from there and they want to stick by their home. But I'll tell you, the other part of the answer is positive. If the government's not helping them, there's a community spirit that is. And people are coming from all over the country, bringing water and food and supplies. There's a guy that I interviewed named Matt from Texas coming up on big trucks with pallets of water you know, as much as he can to replace the water supply so that people only have bottled water to drink. That, that is causing a great positive spirit there. Well, and you know, the other thing I also saw, Dr. Siegel, um, and I love having you on. Who did the first interview with you, Dr. Siegel? I did. Didn't I do the first interview ever? Back when I was a kid? Yes, no, you, exactly. the, and I was in diapers. Exactly. You're a lot younger than me, but you but you, uh, you uh, probably were yes. the first interview I ever did. I mean, that's so. You're a great interviewer, as, well, as your show every night here, So and thanks. on your own show, of course. Well, I love having you on. And, you know, I want to ask you real quick, uh, Dr. Siegel, the, um, I was saying that the EPA basically kind of came out and said that there were eight toxic chemicals um, in that plume, that's around there. Think about, I mean, this is going to be forever. They are still boiling water, I was saying, in Flint, Michigan. Think about when that happened. Well, you know, eight chemicals, but the one that everybody focused on is is vinyl chloride. I want to tell you something that an occupational medicine expert told me yesterday, which is really smart. We got to watch the liver and we got to watch blood counts, but chances are none of that's going to show up yet. Vinyl chloride's gotten a lot of attention. What hasn't gotten enough attention and the EPA has not been testing for is dioxins, because when you burn this stuff, it turns into dioxins like an Agent Orange. That's a long-term risk of breast cancer, fertility problems. I mean, this is a mess. This is a total mess. And to the judge's point, yes, I'd get everybody out of there. Absolutely. I'm out of there right away, right? Well, they did right away, but they, they put them back into no, it. They, they said everything was, was swell. The water's fine. Take a shower, brush your teeth, breathe the air. It's, it's no that, problem. Everything's okay. And that's the EPA saying yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Total irresponsibility. Agree. And there's going to be lawsuits. I mean, that's for sure. But I, I mean, lawsuits against the company. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why. And of course, by the way, it, it's now a tri- uh, uh, multiple states are involved. So by All definition, right. 